Welcome back. Y'all the Black Kid Show. Episode 12. This is the politics as usual episode. And today we have someone who I call a champion for the city. A no-nonsense individual. She she knows her stuff. And she knows a whole lot about the city. And she has a lot of passion and pride when it comes to this town. Today, I want to introduce Michelle Bush to the All the Fly Kids show. Ooh, I'm here, y'all. <laughs> I made it across town. Appreciate you coming. I know you were downtown and you had to shoot over. I had to shoot over. So yeah. you made it. You beat Later. me here, so that's that's even better. Hey. I like I like when the guests beat me here. <laughs> hey. Um, so Michelle, tell everybody, um, well, like I just said, you know, you are a DC native. What part of the city did you grow up in? So the whole word native, that's is I, I guess that's where we gotta break it down. You have those that were born in DC, truly raised in DC. Like their home address was northwest, northeast, <laughs> southeast, southwest. So born in D.C., um, I spent my first few years uh, right at Marbury Plaza, mm-hmm. Good Hope Road. Mm-hmm. And then mom and dad got married and built a home somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we lived. Mm-hmm. My mother's office was in southeast D.C. Father's office was in D.C. And so I spent the majority of my time in D.C. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, people will say, oh, well, you're not really from here. The majority of my life, I've, I've been here. I have my friends that are here. You know, I've got mm. my family that's here. I know what's going on here in these four quadrants of right. the city. I mean, so. you couldn't tell me otherwise. You don't ever make <laughs> mention. I'm like, I'm going to go see my homegirl out in Maryland. And no, I, no. I, I, I mean, <laughs> no. I, I haven't heard this. <laughs> you know, my, my brother lived in Crofton, and I did move to Crofton for a while. Okay. And that was after uh, living on Orleans Place. Shout okay. out to... Uh, Orleans Place. <laughs> uh, one place that my father said, well, you don't have to ever worry about me visiting you. Well, that's fine. That's why I moved over there. <laughs> so it's a lot different now, but uh, yeah. So, well, What was D.C. like for you when you were growing up? It's like, as, as you remember it as a teen, as a, as a child? Wow. Um, D.C. was amazing. Mm-hmm. D.C. was something that you were happy to be a part of, mm-hmm. that you wanted to be a part of. It didn't matter where you lived Mm -hmm. it was just like there's so much going on in so many different places Mm -hmm. and I was lucky because my mother my godmother my aunties uncles you know all those good people we traveled the city Mm -hmm. if there was a program going on here that was free you're going to it Mm -hmm. if it's something that we needed to pay for you're going to it Mm -hmm. and that's just how that's how it was DC um We'll always have a culture of community. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely one thing that um, I was raised in mm-hmm. was a community from, you know, my Aunt Joyce to who's not, really not my aunt. You know, mm-hmm. we all had that, that yeah. one family member whose father was a cab driver. Okay, And so say we were going to the Kennedy Center. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter if we had the box seat next to the president or these were some free tickets that we got. We called him. He made sure he picked us up at a certain time, mm-hmm. dropped us off, and picked us back up again. Yeah, that's how it was. Okay, man, have Uber, and you know it was it was the neighborhood cab driver mm-hmm. who was also taking Miss Johnson to the doctor's appointment mm-hmm. earlier that day. Um, you know the music was different. Yeah, concerts were different. Yeah, Budweiser Superfest. Wow. 
You know, yeah, we went out to the Capitol Center, but we had RFK Stadium. Mm-hmm. The sports was different. You know, what we were looking at on television, who we saw on television. Yeah. The culture, Marion Barry. You 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 can't talk about DC without saying his name. Yeah. What he brought to the city, what he interjected into people. Mm-hmm. And so growing up around all of that, you saw so much. I saw white, I saw black, I saw Hispanic. I saw everything. Yeah. Italian. Mm-hmm. Heavy. Yeah, a lot of people um don't even realize just the, not only just like, D.C. at one point was known as Chocolate City. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But a lot of people don't even know about the 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 uh, number of ethnicities, of that different ethnic groups that lived here. We were a yeah. true melting pot. Mm-hmm. We, and still are. And not just as diplomats. I'm talking about, Correct. you know, people who lived in the city and they will be here after the, the next the next administration yep. and that the next one after that. That that's how DC grew. Mm-hmm. Someone came here for for school. Someone came here to work. Mm-hmm. And then they said, "I'm having so much fun here or I'm investing here, or I'm doing something here that I don't want to leave." Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay here and and build. Yeah. And grow my family or bring family with me. Just it, it was something. So growing up for me, I, I always tell a story about how at 11, 12 years old, I already knew how to pour scotch water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I don't want everybody thinking I'm an alcoholic or anything. But it was the culture. It was the culture of getting together on a Saturday, mm-hmm. all of the neighbors. It didn't matter if, you know, my mother was a doctor. Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to ask what your what your family did. <laughs> my mother was a doctor. Okay. Father was an executive. Uh, my godmother was a retired teacher who then went back to work in the government. She mm-hmm. worked at the Pentagon. Okay. My Joyce, all all of them. They all worked at the Pentagon together. Okay. They all lived in Marbury Plaza. The good government job. The good government job. <laughs> Be it DC gov- government or, or, or federal government. You know, they were all going to play the numbers together and they played Maryland, DC, and Virginia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, Saturday night, that was the bid whist game. Okay. And everybody came over. Yeah. Who's potato salad? You know, who made it this week? And what's going on in the neighborhood? Girl, I saw that new car. And it, it was just, it was family. It was community. You checked on people. You checked on a neighbor. The, the kids were different. Every, the culture was different. So I say growing up in D.C. was was definitely, and it's still in me. Mm-hmm. It's a part of me. Right. What was what I was allowed to see, yeah, and what I learned, okay. And I think, sad as it is, um, a lot of people have forgotten that. Absolutely, and we're gonna get into that a little later. Um, so, just the way you grew up and how you grew up, did that dictate what you decided to do professionally as you got older? Just like you know, going when you went to college and just like. Just what you saw and what you were around, what you were around and exposed to, um, did that have any influence or bearing on what you ended up doing professionally as an adult? So this is where people are gonna be like, "Ooh, she really is bougie." <laughs> um, First of all, where'd you go to college? I went to Bennett College. Okay, shout out to to Bennett down yeah. down the road from A and T. Down the road, <laughs> um, across the street. <laughs> shout out to the Capitol. <laughs> uh yeah, it's been a lot of time over at uh, A&T. <laughs> um anyway, <laughs> so you know, 
my career and, and what I wanted to do is far from what I'm doing now. Okay. Um, most people don't know this about me, but I wanted to go into fashion. Okay. I, and this is why I said the bougie part. Um, I was afforded the opportunity to be in stores that a lot of people weren't able to go to. Um, high-end retailers up on Wisconsin Avenue, not going to name drop. You know what they are. Yeah. Um, my mother's clothes were, were made in these, in these stores. Yeah. Um, and I saw African-Americans. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to me. It was like, okay, I know that you can do anything. Mm-hmm. You put your mind to it. You have the education. But it was just amazing to me. And, and it was a community. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like my mother was walking in there with her head. Now, her head was held high. But it wasn't, she didn't have this air about her. And I always try to make sure that I'm, I'm that same way, that I don't have an air about me. And she would go in, and it was, it was another family. Mm-hmm. We were eating. We were laughing. We were enjoying. And there were designers that were there fitting my mother in their new collection. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. This, is, this is what this is. It didn't matter the figure, the number that my mother was paying for it. It was like, wow, people actually come out, travel to all of these different places, meet with clients. Yeah. And take the time to just really come up with a real wardrobe and design and just what really fits them. It was amazing to me. It was amazing. So that's when it was, I'm going to be a fashion designer. Mm -hmm. And so when I started seeing trunk shows and just all of these things, and so bougie part, bougie moment, um, (laughs) Some of those trunk shows were at our home okay. <laughs> and, you know, jewelers and things of that nature. And so, but again, it wasn't the money aspect of it. Okay. I was raised, I always, I, I go back to the episode of the Cosby show. Okay. When Vanessa went to school and, and got beat up mm-hmm. about the painting that was on, that they had gone to auction right, and right. paid $10,000 for. Yes, yes. And, and Claire and, and Heathcliff were like, you know, that ain't your money. That's our money. Mm-hmm. One day you may get to our level. And that's how my mother and father were with me. One day you may get to this level. So you, you were you were one of uh one of one of a few black kids who could relate to the Cosby show. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I couldn't relate to the Cosby show. Like, you know, I had a two parent household. They went to work every day, but we weren't on that level. Yeah, I I I can relate to it, you know. Mom was mom was pushing the bins and I ride the metro bus. Anyway, um, <laughs> shout out to the X two. Uh, see and see, you say you bougie. See, this is the thing. This is this is the thing about <laughs> Michelle, yo. Like, she likes nice shit, but she was you was still you still may catch her at the turn up, mm-hmm. turning up. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. <laughs> shout out to the ninety uh, six uh, Spotlight Honeys from A and T. Shout out. <laughs> what up, y'all? Did, didn't you tell me once you? Used to go to the Ibex. Ooh. Are we going to leave it right there? <laughs> All right. So fashion design. Fashion design. So that's what I wanted to do. Um, You know, it, it was like, okay, draw, sew, do this, do that. Um, I ended up going to boarding school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tragic event. Uh, I lost my mother. Wow. So at 16 years old, you know, you get hit kind of hard. It's already a woman that um, has a 365-day-a-year job. Mm-hmm. When somebody went into labor, 
Dr. Gaither got the call. So she was an obstetrician. She was OBGYN. Okay. She probably delivered some of y'all out there <laughs> in the city. So, you know, shout out to moms. Um, but it was still, it was still what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So the dream was to go to FIT. Okay. That was the dream. Um, do a year, two years there, and then uh, go to FAMU. Okay. Bougie moment, FAMU is my family school. Jake Gaither is my great uncle. Um, so the Rattlers, special place in my heart uh, for that. But, you know, like they say, a dream deferred. <laughs> uh, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up going to Bennett. Mm-hmm. And... Why'd you choose Bennett? I didn't choose Bennett. Bennett chose you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if if we can say that. Okay. Um, I got a telephone call from the president at the time. And it was kind of like, okay, I guess I gotta go. Okay. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mentally ready. It just, there was too much going on, mm-hmm. and so my dream kind of went away. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I've always been a part of and have always loved were events. So you know, I've been known to be the social butterfly. Yeah. And everything here, there, everywhere. One of my quotes back in the day when uh, MySpace and uh, Black Planet, shout out to everybody that was on Black Planet, um, was I don't miss parties, parties miss me. Okay. Because come Monday morning, it was like, you weren't at the party. <laughs> well, what you talking about? I was at another party. Y'all miss me? And as I got older, it was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Y'all really worried about me? And and what's going on? So anyway, I, I diverted for a minute. Um. Doing events, you see people, you know, again, there's that community mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. of it. And you're looking at that and you're watching these these power players yeah, and the movers and the shakers of the city. It's like, wow, really? These are people I grew up with. Yeah. Those are the people that I, I remember at the parties. Mm-hmm. She made good potato salad. And everything. Now, you know not everybody can make good potato salad. You know that. Y'all got some I've never had potato salad because I, you know, I'm mayonnaise averse. Oh, Lord. So I've never, I've never had deviled eggs, none of that. Ooh. Yeah, mm. I don't, I don't know nothing mm. about that. But so I've heard, you know, you can't eat everybody. You cannot eat everybody's potato salad, nor can you eat everybody's collard greens. That's, no, that I know for a fact. You can't eat every, no, not mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> I knew some, I knew some ladies. And macaroni and cheese. Oh, good grief can't eat everybody's macaroni and cheese you might as well go down down the list some people don't know how to fry chicken (laughs) why is the middle part of the wing still wet so i don't (laughs) understand that anyway um shout out to capital poultry at uh, eastern market i'm just gonna see this is this the most dc episode (laughs) i've had yet she she's gonna shout out all the dc stuff the dc places that you may have forgotten about I mean, you know, I'm I'm nobody's little girl. If if y'all know me or have not met me yet, you will know me when you see me that I have not missed good fish sandwich. <laughs> Anywho, um, we're enjoying some of us. Um, am I allowed to say this? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, sure. What is it? <laughs> uh, so this is a district dry gin, vigilant. Uh, Who makes it? 
That is, what is it, Joss? Oh, Joseph A. Mang- yeah. Magnus. Joseph A. Magnus. Yeah, him Over too. there on, uh, what's that? Um, West Virginia West Avenue. Virginia Avenue. Mm-hmm. Baby, 10 years ago, you didn't want to ride down West Virginia Avenue. <laughs> anyway, I still don't want to drive down West Virginia Avenue. All right, so, Bennett. Yep. You graduate? Nope. No, okay. Nope. So, what happened was? What happened was... Uh, <laughs> Somebody said, Michelle, don't your father drive a Jaguar? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's outside. Next thing I knew, I was on my way back to DC. But were you were you uh oh, failing? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I tell everybody I had a strong one point seven grade point average. Um I'm not ashamed of it. Definitely not ashamed of it. Um that's life. It's life. You you're gonna fail mm-hmm. at something, mm-hmm. and I just at the time school was just not for me. Yeah, and I tried hard and was like, yeah, school. No, I need to come home and and rest and deal with life. So anyway, so I came home, um, and you have to start working, mm-hmm. and you have to find jobs, and you have to learn how to sustain and yeah. and do all of these things. And this whole time, I'm still doing events. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning more about the community in a whole mm-hmm. and really what's going on. And again, the, the, the power players, now they're getting a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Who are these next people that are coming in? And Power players as in who? The D.C. government. Okay. Okay. D.C. council. All right. So you're talking about D.C. government. Okay. All right. Go ahead. And then, of course, you know, the federal. Mm-hmm. Who are the power players there? Who are the people that are on Capitol Hill? You you see them on your way to work and, and you're wondering, oh, who is that? That's your next senator or, you know, be it as it may. Um, so this, was this, because uh, it seems like for many people, and um, life begins and starts again around 9-11. So was this before or after 9-11? Wow, this is before 9-11. Okay. So, so 9-11. So DC even still had a nightlife. <laughs> Hold that thought. But yeah, so it was before 9-11. So you came back, you're getting the, you're getting the lay of the land. <laughs> you're getting the lay of the land again. <laughs> you're getting the lay of the land. So I come home and, and well, we got to go to nightlife. Okay. Ron Hunt. Because that's where you went. The Mirage. We were at the Ritz. Mm-hmm. And DC Live opened. And, you know, we were at the Go-Go's. The Ritz was the first, quote unquote, regular club. Regular that club. I, that, I, that I ever went to. And I, unfortunately... Miss the Ritz's heyday, you know, when my sister, wow. who is 16 years older than me, she, when she was going, it was a different type of Ritz. There was a different type of Ritz. You know, like back when, you know, there was, th- she was going back in wicker chair, party shirt era. Wow. <laughs> I was going in, I could just come in just like this. But that's how we went to the club. You know. That's how we went to the club. I I still don't understand. I, shout out to the Parasucos, because um, I don't know how... <laughs> No, I know how. We were at the club four nights a week. Mm-hmm. Whatever whatever day it was. I know how I got in them parasugos. Because you went to the club in jeans mm-hmm. and a pair of sneakers. Or, you know, cute little boots. Shoe boots. Shoe boots. T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Hair in a ponytail. And you danced from the time you got there to the time you left. 
Right. We were not on our phone. I had a pager. Um, but you weren't on that. You because you know you when you got the page, you look at it. You answer. You go go find a phone if you want to. If not, you holler at him when you holler at him. Mercury pager. Iverson Mall. Yeah. <laughs> had a lime green pager. Lost it at the Mirage. I had a lime green pager from right there at Central Communication. Central Communication. <laughs> or how are they still making money? Anyway, um. Mm, I don't know what's going on in there. I haven't been in there in years. Um, so that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We just had fun. Mm-hmm. And so, but you know, as my friends were then going back to school, it was like, okay, I got to get up. I got to go to work. Yeah. So took some classes here and there. I've always stayed up to date mm-hmm. with what's going on. I've never made it, you know, I don't necessarily tell everybody that I did not finish. Mm-hmm. It's really none of their business. Mm-hmm. But, you know, look at me, look at the person. It is what it is. Um, So, community. I think when I moved to Orleans Place, Mm -hmm. I definitely think it, it, it hit me. Now, I'm not one of those to say, oh, I'm from this side of town, I'm from that side of town. Southeast is my home. Mm -hmm. Marbury Plaza is my home. But when I moved to Northeast D.C., still the same. It was a little different i never forget one night. I couldn't go home mm-hmm. because it's a little turf war going on. Right. And it was like, wow. Kind of hit the corner. But there was a gentleman who had lived on the block for years, generational person, mm-hmm. saw my car and stopped me. And he just did that out the kindness of his heart mm-hmm. because he didn't want me to see what was going on. And or afford- even get cro- caught in the crossfire. Well, that had already happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That had already happened. My my poor little car got hit one time. But he didn't want me to see what was taking place right behind my house. Okay. And it wasn't good. And I learned about what happened, and, and it sat with me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, another wake-up call. I don't know, was it at that point that I really started moving and I started going to meetings, like the ANC meetings um, and things like that, but I started paying attention more. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I've got to learn. I mean, not jump out there, but I've got to learn. And still going to restaurants and bars and, and, and things. And, you know, you're moving so fast at that age that you may not necessarily be paying attention. Mm -hmm. But somewhere in in your conscience, you are paying attention. Mm -hmm. So years go by, and I ended up having to go out to Crofton, Maryland. Excuse me. Oh, I hope y'all didn't get that on. uh, (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Um, To Crofton to kind of help my brother out. Okay. And everything. Still coming back and forth in the city. And so when I finally left Crofton, I moved to Fort Lincoln. Okay. So and back to Northeast again. Back to Northeast again. Something about Northeast D.C. So I'll tell you what it is. We don't have a whole lot of traffic, just a little bit of traffic. And, you know, my godmother at one point, I was like, well, I don't understand why you just want to move over here. It's too much traffic trying to get home off of Good Hope Road. Yeah. Nail the road. It's only, it's only light over there on the weekends and holidays. And barely that. <laughs> <laughs> weekdays you could forget about it no i'm like not driving through <laughs> through there and so fort lincoln and you know 
thought that was cool. Um, we all know who used to live in Fort Lincoln. Um, CL, as I call her, uh, chief of police, former chief of police. And so, you know, I have friends that are on the force mm-hmm. and everything. Um, and I ended up getting a job in the D.C. government. Okay. Um, what agency? I worked for uh, CJCC, Criminal Justice Coordinating Counselor. Okay. Uh, under at the time under the direction of Paul Quander. Okay. Rest in peace, Mr. Quander, uh, best boss on earth. Um, he was then appointed uh, when Mayor Gray won the election mm-hmm. um, to be the deputy mayor for public safety and justice. Okay. This is where everything that had just kind of been sitting in my mind and in my brain and in my soul and really came out because it was my job to be a part of the community, Mm -hmm. but it was already in me that I was in the community. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I always respect about the agency that I worked for and my boss is that everybody sat at the table. You may not be a, the, the director or, or this person and actually sit at the round table, but you, you knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. So when I say everybody sat at the table and when you're doing public safety meetings and you're meeting the people in the community and now you're and you live in the community mm-hmm. because from Fort Lincoln, you know, you move down to off Benning Road. Oh, so now. now well, you didn't cross the river. And across the river. Okay. This went down the street. Because east of the river and west of the river, northeast is two different animals. Two different animals. So I just went down down 17th Street. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, off of Benning Road. And uh, what up, Langston's Bar and Grill? <laughs> <laughs> Spent a lot of time at Langston's. What and that, that's around the time when I met you, when you were over there and you were Langston's was your spot. Langston's was my spot. Seven days a week. Uh Everybody at, at Langston's. That was another family. We would fight, fuss, cuss, everything, mm-hmm. and go right back to normal the next day. You know, um, again, another community, another family, more people that we hung out with yeah. together. And that area, Carver Terrace, Heck and Jamal, became important to me. Mm-hmm. I saw what was going on. I'm working for an agency that's trying to, you know, work with the other, the larger agencies with what's going on. Mm-hmm. And you have to pay attention to it. Yeah, I know a lot of people that, that have jobs and careers that they get up, they get ready, they go to their job, they do their job, they leave. And collect a check every two weeks. Collect my check, and I got a chair on Monday. A lot of people that are like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you, you know, is it that you you don't want to be involved because you may get sucked in, something bad may happen. You know, it's 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 that risk that you take. Or you're just doing it just to get along. Going along to get along. There you go. Because you got you to gotta support yourself somehow. There, there you go. And so... You know, left that agency and went to go work for um for the chairman of the council. Um, at the time, this person was uh, the interim chair. DC was going through it. Oh, goodness gracious, we were going through it. Um, so I worked for Phil Mendelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always say that I'll always be my boss. Then I worked for him for a little bit, and again, 
learning. He was, he was chairman. He was interim, okay. then going into his chairmanship. Okay. Um, and again, Phil Mendelson, chairman of DC City Council. For anybody who doesn't know, yeah, look him up. Phil is interesting. Um, I like I like when Phil. I call on Phil sometimes to uh, to show up with some things that I do at at, uh, at church. Yes, y'all, I go to church. <laughs> Balance. Life is about balance. Oh, God, I need some balance in my life. That's why I have this bracelet on. My little balance, you know, they sell them to you for uh, a certain amount of money. Just believe that it really is working. Um, <laughs> I want my $18 back. <laughs> you got to believe consistently. You can't lose faith. I am a firm believer that the Lord is. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Don't get me. Um, right, so you're working for Phil Mendelson. Working for Phil Mendelson. And um, oh, I'm really, I'm seeing it. I'm I'm seeing more. Oh, sorry, y'all. That was my ginger ale. Um, I'm seeing a lot. Mm-hmm. Because pop it over. Pop it Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is that where the music is going to interject with some pop it, pop? Okay, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> Y'all got a nut on on this podcast. Lord, I hope the ratings don't go down because of me. Peace, y'all. Just taking a moment to say thanks to everyone who's been listening so far and for letting your people know about the show. Even though we're still early in the game, we want to know what you think about the show. So go to alltheflykids.com and take a short survey letting us know who y'all are, where you're listening, and what you want to hear more of. It'll only take five minutes, if that. But we would really appreciate the feedback. Peace. Oh, shout out to um District Dry Gin. Okay. Anyway. That's good. Um, working for Phil, seeing a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's I think this is where my statement, and if you know me, you've heard me say it before. And then this is when, after I say it, most people are like, girl, when are you going to run for office? Because um, I've even asked you that. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, we have broken homes, mm-hmm. broken communities, broken education system, mm-hmm. broken government. We just have broken people. And somewhere in this span of time here in D.C., something went wrong. Is the plan fact or fiction? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say. I've thought about that. Okay. I really really can't say. Because people were talking about the plan in Marion Barry's first administration. You know, and that was a long time ago. The, the, there, there, there's, there's fact, and there's fiction. Okay. Um, there's fact that we were given opportunity mm-hmm. outside of a, a a lot of places. Um, and I mean, it was it was just given to you. Here it is. Sign your name, and it wasn't like you weren't signing yourself away, but it, you had to sign the paperwork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we were given opportunity to take this city by storm Mm -hmm. and I think it may have been happening but somewhere some people something something happened 
And I think some people succeeded and some people didn't. And some people packed their bags and moved to War 9. Shout out to um, Gorgeous. That That's 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 where I'm from, y'all. War 9, it's not a real war. It's just a running joke. Go, go, <laughs> gorgeous Prince George's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I spent a lot of time out there. The, the part of Prince George's County I'm from isn't the most gorgeous until you go down the road in the in the newly developed of past, the past seven, eight, nine, ten years. Shit, ten years is going on ten years in National Harbor. Oh, that war nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's only gonna get worse, y'all. Well, it was cool. It's only gonna so get worse. <laughs> when everybody was going to a Cadillac Ranch to ride the bull. What? Then everybody stopped. So it was cool. No, I'm sorry. Then they opened up. You ain't, you know everybody was going to Cadillac Ranch to ride the mechanical bull. What is this? The me- Cadillac, anyway, Cadillac Ranch. There's a mechanical bull. Everybody was going down there on Friday, Saturday nights to ride the mechanical bull and drink and cut up. So then I guess that got boring and old people stopped going. Oh, the people from Delray. Oh. And then. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting on VA. Leave VA alone. They they VA is doing all right. Hey, shout out to everybody in in, in Mount Vernon, Route One, Seven Woods, all all that good stuff. So that got old, and then they opened up the the MGM National Harbor, and so far we have seen many instances of when you deprive people of nice things for so long, and they don't have an opportunity to become accustomed to them. When you give them nice things, they don't know what to do with. I don't have a Helly Hansen um, starter kit, so I cannot go to the MGM. I do not smoke K2, um, so I'm I'm not permitted to um, go to this location, and I'm not affiliated with uh, Trey Songs. So, so back to the plan. So, all right, and I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think you know I'm sometimes I be thinking of like conspiracy theories or whatnot, but like I'm like, well, maybe. You know, they were like, okay, everybody done took off for the hills, so now we can get things rolling because the people who was going, the black people that was going to have money, they done left. <laughs> they moved so far away from D.C., but but commute back to D.C. every day. That's what I didn't understand. Okay, so, that's, y'all, y'all I know what y'all want me to say. Y'all <laughs> want me to talk about when Anthony Williams was mayor. <laughs> And, and here we go. And here we go. <laughs> How he basically said, here you go. You can buy the city. Here, take this property. You want to pay the taxes on it? There you go. That's your property. And we turned our backs. We said, no, I'm good. So grandma's house that grandma and grandpa paid $17,000 for is now gone and boarded up and is now going to sit and sit and sit and sit. Until somebody decides to come and investigate it. So that's when you start to see, oh, wait a minute. City's getting a little lighter. More people are staying after they graduate from the GWs, the Georgetowns. Hey, I know a lot of good people that went to Georgetown, though. Um, <laughs> and the American universities and all of these lovely places. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I can go down to the tax office and and look into this property here. And oh my goodness, I can pay this much money for it. And well, y'all know what y'all want to call it. I'm not gonna call it that because gentrification is is a is a dirty word. But 
It happened. Mm-hmm. And people started buying. And people started flipping. And prices started going up. Way up. And neighborhoods started to change. And it's sad to me. There's a house on a Klingman Place, a little side street off of P Street, right by Logan Circle. Mm-hmm. House sold in seven days for a million one. Mm-hmm. This was last week. Mm-hmm. It's sad to me. It's on the market seven days. <laughs> because, I mean, this this city was... And Logan Circle, to people who are who are not familiar with D.C. of today, if you tell them, like, yeah, I live in Logan Circle. What? You live in Logan Circle? Why do you live there? Like, you haven't seen Logan Circle in a well, long time, hello. clearly. <laughs> My father said, "I will. you live where? Orleans Place? Oh, you don't have to ever worry about me coming <laughs> over there. Uh, anybody that's been over to Orleans Place lately, if we, or if you haven't, drive through. <laughs> uh, the city is changing, or has changed. Um, so, yeah, it just it just got sad. Mm-hmm. To me. And so all of that started to come into play. Yeah. All of that, the crime. I'm I'm just watching things happen and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Why are are these children acting like this? Mm-hmm. Why are these parents acting like this? What happened? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're still dealing with the remnants of crack era. Like I think this we might have yeah. one one more generation to go before we're all the way out of it. I mean, you can call it heroin, you can call it heroin, you can call it whatever you want to call it. I ride the 80 bus. Fort Totten to Kennedy Center. And at the time that I ride the bus is when a lot of individuals are on there on their way to the treatment center. Mm-hmm. And that's a rough bus to, to be on. Yeah. Now, I could ride the gentrified bus. That's the GH, y'all. <laughs> goes around the other way. I take that to church on Sunday mornings. Um, But that 80 is it's rough. It is rough. I'm watching women fall asleep. And, you know, you look down at their hands and you just shake your head because you've looked at their hands because you know it's either she's still high just got high on her way to get high. Mm-hmm. And then you look at her, but then you really look at her. See, that's one thing about DC. We look at the soul of the people. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever said that before. Uh, well, in regards to the soul of DC, I've been told by people, by black residents who are from other cities, um, they say to me, like, where is DC soul now? Where is it? I don't know. It's in a pot somewhere down there at Henry's, maybe. Um, <laughs> shout out to Henry's for reopening. Um, Which Henry's? The one in Eastover or the one <laughs> on sorry. U Street? I'm sorry. Excuse, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I ain't talking about New Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about uh, Washington, D.C. Hey, I, I, I got to put it out there. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. For those that go to, to, to whatever. Yeah, that location. Um, I'm talking about U Street. <laughs> I'm talking about the the, the U Street that my mother and father were like, we better never catch you on U Street. Burned down U Street before. Um, Shout out to the Islander. Oh, my goodness. Y'all don't understand. Mm, The Green family. I love y'all forever and ever and ever and ever. The Islander. 
Anybody got an update on what's going on with um, Florida Avenue Grill? They're fighting. That's all I know. That's the last thing I read. They're fighting against it. So can I be messy for a second? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I hope he can um, save it because I would hate to see it go. Mm-hmm. And I would hate to see that legacy um, fall. Yeah. That's a legacy. Absolutely. That's a legacy. We don't have much left from 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 yesteryear of dc so let me ask you this Uh oh you said gentrification is a dirty word Ooh, that's a dirty word how do you Mm -mm. how do you walk the line of adapting and engaging with new development in the city while still holding the city accountable for its partnering and permitting of development that has ultimately created a cost prohibitive environment i don't walk the line Okay. You I don't, don't. You don't walk the line. I don't think I do. Do you think I do? I think you walk the line because I walk the line. I I I definitely walk the line, I, and I I have I have, but that I think that we need people that's from here who remember and are still connected to people who are aren't able to walk the line, but they, the the people like us are needed. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We're needed because we can serve as a bridge builder, as that go-between. You know what I mean? So, okay. So, yeah. Maybe walking the line. So, I say gentrification is a dirty word because, and and I will credit the person who who said this. This this is actually um, Antonio Hall, who is the owner of Langston's Bar and Grill. Mm Um. Gentrification, you, you to me, you have to look at the two sides of it. Okay. You have to look at the side of why would I want my community to look bad? Mm-hmm. And then the other side of I'm coming to live here because this is what I can afford. Or I'm coming here because this is what I can do. Yeah. Those are definitely the three main you know, you've got a lot of people that have moved here, transplants, whatever it, 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 it may be, that have decided, you know, I don't want to live all the way up Connecticut Avenue. Yeah. I want to live in Trinidad. Some of those apartments up Connecticut Avenue got mice. So a couple of my uh, Lyft passengers were talking about the mice that they mice. saw. They saw in their apartments. <laughs> on Like, I'm talking about like <laughs> 4,000 block. Like up by UDC, Connecticut Avenue. If y'all don't know the truth about the city, Lord, the right. <laughs> Why ain't nobody make a go-go song about the, the... Wait a minute, is there a go-go song about the rats and the roaches and the... Oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, you know, I say it's a dirty word. And at one point in time, you know, I was like, sure, gentrification, whatever. You all about it. No, I don't say it. I don't, I don't, I don't say it much anymore. Um, we know what's going on. Mm-hmm. We see it, and one thing that I, <laughs> I don't know how to, how, to, how to put this, you know, softly. Then don't put it softly. Say, say what you got to say. You know, a, lo- a lot of people, I, I've had several people um, come to me. Shell, I want to move back to the city. Mm-hmm. What's up? You, you know what's going on. Where, where can I go? I can't tell you where to go. You want to move back to the city? You need to come 
back to the city, look in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. and decide where you want to go. Yeah. Shout out to my brother Eric. E E Jones. He's in London or somewhere, Dubai. I don't know. He's somewhere right now. Um, he'll hear this when he gets back. Um, you, you, you've got to investigate. If you really want to be a part of this city, you can be a part of this city. Everybody always says, oh, it's too expensive. Oh, it's too that. You dang all right, it's expensive. These rent costs have gone up, child. I am holding on for dear life. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to y'all. Please don't think I'm out here rolling. Baby, I told y'all I ride the bus now. <laughs> okay? Y'all know where I used to live. <laughs> so I'm going to keep it real with you. But don't say it and you're not about it. Mm-hmm. If you're going to come back and, and, and move into the city and be a part of the city, be a part of it. Be a part of the community. Help the community. Don't look and say, oh, well, I don't want to live over there. Why not? Why don't you want to live over there? Because it's a little rough. You know, there's lots of black people that are afraid of black people. Absolutely. I ain't going to say I'm afraid of black people. <laughs> y'all, y'all been past 19th, uh, 19th and Benner Road. <laughs> like Will Saigon over there. Yeah, it's always popping at 19th and Benner. Good grief. They ain't never going to close that circle south. <laughs> Jeez. Y'all, look, y'all better do something or y'all going to see that, that big old ANC. I know she ain't never going to hear this. Y'all know who she is. The boogeyman, Kathy Henderson. Good grief. I don't know. She might hear it. I'm getting some traction. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Kathy Henderson. Hey, <laughs> I can't stand her. So this this leads you to another question. Uh-oh. It's only going to get worse, y'all. Some of my, so I'm a Lyft driver. Some of my favorite people to meet, because I meet all types of people. Some of my favorite people to meet are older senior folks who used to live in the city, moved out. Mm-hmm. Or they might still live in the city. Mm-hmm. I picked them up too. Detroit Park. But, um, I mean, from Southwest all the way up. Oh, yeah. But has anybody checked in on the, 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 the senior population? You never hear about them. You never hear about them. So the only time you hear about the senior population is when somebody's house is being sold. I knew I was going to get in trouble for a couple of things that I said. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you get in trouble for that. <laughs> no, nah, because like you never hear about and like I hear some of like some of the best old, old, old D.C. history stories I get are from these people. And I'm like, dang, I have a, a lot of respect for um, a lot of the older generation in D.C. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name drop. They know who they are, um, and I have so much respect for them. Some of them are former ANCs, chairs of this, do this and do that. I mean, and they they keep me aware mm-hmm. of what I'm doing, act how I'm acting. Um, they are so in the streets and woke. Mm-hmm been woke since 78 (laughs) sidebar y'all went to sleep on um november 5th 2008 y'all sitting around here talking about hashtag stay woke Mm -mm, baby i've been woke since 78 anyway 
Back to what we were talking about. Um, they didn't pick up on that, but they'll they'll no 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 don't tell them. Let them sit on that, rewind, figure it out. Like y'all, what happened? Just let them figure it out. <laughs> no, you ain't gotta go. You don't have to elaborate, but. You have a lot of respect for the for the older generation here. I, I have a lot of respect for them. And there are, I'm not going to name the city officials, but there are some city officials, some ANCs, just some good, kind-hearted people that do care about the seniors. Mm-hmm. And they make sure that their legislation, whatever it may be, that is geared towards the seniors. Okay. And I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I do. What troubles me, is that these seniors um, had children. Mm-hmm. And their children had children. And maybe their children had some children. Why y'all not taking care of the seniors? Yeah. But then that goes back to how the city got sold. Mm-hmm. It goes back. Y'all let grandma and grandpa's house get boarded up, ran the taxes up, couldn't afford it, didn't want it, now you mad because um them people, D E M people, um came and flipped the house and now it's on the market for nine hundred and thirty six thousand. You mad? You should be. So that's uh, now that well there are some people who say that it's not completely our fault. That, no that the city No. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. There, there, there are things that happen. Mm-hmm. There are things that happen, and and I'm not blaming. Similar to redlining. Well, <laughs> similar to 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 the redlining that you saw in other major cities in black neighborhoods. Mm. What happened to Harlem, y'all? What? What? Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to talk about Harlem. <laughs> you South, can talk about whatever. South side of Chicago. Shout out to everybody that went Brooklyn. to Brooklyn. 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 What happened to Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Shout out to everybody that went to um, Piney Woods. That's what we didn't talk about. My guy sister went to Piney Woods. She didn't have a good experience there. We were talking about Bennett. I mean, shout out to Bennett. Love y'all. But we shout out Piney Woods. Like, Kathy Hughes. We'll get on that later. Um, Her grandfather built a school in Mississippi. And at, when I went to Piney Woods, at one point in time, Kathy was... Um, sending D.C. students, mm-hmm. D.C. youth, down to Mississippi. Yeah. Yes, y'all. I went to boarding school in Mississippi. You send a D.C. girl to Mississippi, baby. Y'all think Viola Davis can ugly cry. You ain't never seen me ugly cry. <laughs> I saw that white picket fence and I screamed bloody murder. <laughs> what? I got to go to is hot? I met some of the best people mm-hmm. and shout out to everybody that is from DC who and it's really a shame that we don't, we don't get together more, more often, but we're, we're going to change that. Um, PWS anyway, um, you know, the whole red line, what happened in cities, Compton, you can talk about a lot of places, you can talk yeah. about things that happened in South America. You can talk about things that happened in, in, in London. Absolutely. It, there's there's so many factors. Mm-hmm. You can't just blame it on on one entity. Right. But the one thing that I will say, uh oh, gotta step away from the microphone, is that 
I'm tired of people blaming Mm -hmm. one entity for what's taking place in the city, Mm -hmm. what has happened to the city, or what's going to happen in the city. Mm -hmm. It's time for people to take responsibility for what has happened and say, you know what? We got to put our big girl panties on (laughs) and change and fight Mm -hmm. and be educated. And that's across the board. If somebody doesn't know, teach them. Mm -hmm. Guide them to knowing. I'm still being taught. Mm -hmm. Man, I sit in my office sometimes when my boss starts talking and it's just like, I really didn't know. Yeah. I'm you you have to grow. You right. have to listen. And that's one thing I I try to make sure that I'm doing. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to the sounds. I'm listening to the people. The 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 complaints, the this, the that. Oh, it's hilarious. Where was I going today? Oh, I was le- I was leaving work. I was on my way here. Mm-hmm. And I am listening to transplants. So, a.k.a., um, for some of y'all that don't know transplants, them the white people. Um, what about all the uh, transplants that's not white? Y'all went to Howard, probably. Um, there's, there's Asians and, and, and Hispanics. Shout, shout, shout out to y'all, too. <laughs> I like the people. Don't nobody ever include the Asians in nothing? I'm sorry. <laughs> Asians don't get no love. They gonna, y'all going to get some love. On nothing. My man was here on us on uh, last week. Oh, Eddie, Eddie, huh? Oh, Eddie Wang. Yeah, him too. <laughs> Viceland. Yo, I love Viceland. He was born in D.C. Yes, he was. I love Viceland. <laughs> That's some ratchet television. <laughs> Y'all stop watching um, the love and hip-hops and, the, um, and them other shows. Turn to Viceland. Just good. If, if you got VH1, you got Viceland. Oh, really? I said, I don't have cable. I have Sling TV. That is the best investment ever. Yeah. Me and my fire stick. Yes, and I'm the odd man out. My fire stick is not unlocked. <laughs> Can somebody come help me out with that? I don't I don't have the patience. We, we, we could probably make that happen. I, I think I might know somebody who can help you out with that. Ooh-wee. Thank you, baby. Um, um, but, yeah. So, I just, I, I want people to just think. Mm. You got to stop and think. And you know what? If you if you live outside of the city and, and do travel into the city, pay attention. I always... It gets on my nerves a lot of times. You know, people want to complain about traffic. People want to complain about, you know, what's going on here, what's going on there. You know, take some time out to to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. You're so busy in your phone, minding everybody else's business, but you don't want to take no time out to turn on Channel 4 and see Jim Vance. You don't want to see the Leon Harris's from ABC. Or my guy Pat Collins. Hey, with his stick. Um, <laughs> when we gonna get some snow? <laughs> now this... keep the snow. Mother Nature, wherever you got the snow, send it. Where, keep sending wherever you've been sending, except for here. They better send me some snow. I nah, want some I snow. Nah. Somebody told me to move the other day. <laughs> I said that ain't gonna happen. I don't mind the cold, but keep the snow. I don't want my snow. Keep the snow. Um, Pat Collins, that is the OG. No, you know who the real OG is? Ooh. Tom Sherwood. Yes. If y'all don't listen to Tom on Kojo, please. I listen to Tom. I don't know if I could be, I don't know if I could really take from his style, but I like his style 
when he's on on Fridays. I do listen to, to the to the uh, po- the politics hour on Fridays on Kojo Nambi. And I so miss y'all. Don't remember when Kojo Nambi? Maybe y'all do. Y'all don't remember when Kojo Nambi was on uh, Channel Thirty Two. Y'all know what that is? W H U R on the on the TV side. <laughs> Howard University. Rabbit ears. Yeah, rabbit ears. <laughs> Howard University uh, Television. So I know some people that used to work with there. Uh, shout out to Eric. Um, so. And I miss Diane Reems. I'm sorry, y'all. That is a real bougie moment. Nah, Diane Reem is a legend. Oh, my God. She's a legend. Ooh, I want. You know, there's some people I wanted to be like when I grew up. Y'all know what I really wanted to be when I grew up? Grew up, growed up, whatever it is. Um, And I don't know what the, the, the title of it is, but I wanted my name to, when you watch a PBS program, mm-hmm. I wanted to be so filthy rich that when the credits would roll, and they give the special thank yous that they give a thank you. And there's my name to the such and such foundation. So a philanthropist. Oh, yeah, that word, too. <laughs> you want to be a philanthropist. Yeah, but, you know, that's I wanted another name for it. I mean, that's a well, wealthy benefactor. I don't know. I like that. Wealthy. It's the same thing. They do the same thing. Okay. <laughs> they donate hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars to museums and colleges and Honey, hospitals and that's what i wanted <laughs> that is what my you get a whole wing named after you absolutely <laughs> baby you donate art from your private collection i gotta get my hands on it first so yeah so yeah <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about my daddy on the air <laughs> all right so you're talking about accountability on both sides absolutely so Can we make go-go a genre local people get excited about again? Knowing that not only does D.C. not want to be bothered with it because you can't even put, I'm doing this go-go event because they were like, no. But you can't even do nothing PG County night. (laughs) So it's kind of like those venues aren't available. Got a lot going on in here. in, in, In mass like they were. Back in the day, man. You know? Listen, I I don't. Cause man. I say up until about like two thousand eight, strong. You could it was go go was like ah. Then two thousand eight came. Obama got elected. And it was just like nope. I told you y'all. <laughs> I told you y'all went to sleep. Y'all went to sleep that Wednesday after he got elected. Y'all went to sleep. We gonna make DC super distinguished, so we getting all the. <laughs> y'all went to sleep. I don't know. Unsophisticated, what, whatever. I don't know. Out of here. I don't know what happened, but baby, we used to go to the five hundred one. Oh, okay. Some old Layla Lounge. I don't know what that is. I know what the five hundred one is. Um, shout out to Listen Li. Okay, them two. Optimistic Tribe. Uh oh. <laughs> life, life is about to get real. Um. Go-Go will never die in D.C. Mm-hmm. Go-Go is D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have so many people who grew up here, used to go to Go-Go's. Notice I said used to. If back would have never started playing down Capital, Ooh, can I come on Thursday? They probably wouldn't go to see back because they still think it's like correct. we might go back to like 1996. You know, which is not really so much the case. So, go go. I, you know, I'm I'm not the the world's best person to answer that questions, but I will say this: 
Um, I miss the yesteryear of, of Golo. I miss, I don't miss the fights. I don't miss the drama. Um, but I, I miss the sound. I miss the people. They're still around, you know. Always rest in peace to those that, you know, have fallen. Um, and we're still losing people. Um, you know, I have to bring on the, the, the go-go people to to really get into it. But what I will say is a person that saw a little bit and, and a lover of the music. I hate the fact that I really only have one place if somebody decides to do a show across the street here mm-hmm. at the Howard Theater. Mm-hmm. And someone needs to answer this question for me. And I'm going to say this, and I, you know, okay, this is when, when you can tell that, you know, Shell got something to say. I have a problem with the Howard Theater. And I have a problem with it because what is going on with the ticketing department or the, the event department, sales, what whatever? Why is that not housed here in D.C.? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. I have a problem with that. And I have a problem with that because... That could be a training, mm-hmm. sales and marketing, mm-hmm. event promotion. Mm-hmm. Come on. You got kids here that need that. Right. The Howard Theater is where my parents went to see James Brown and all these. It's, I'm glad that it's there. It's beautiful. But but why are the inner, inner workings of it not in D.C.? I need somebody to, to, to break that down to me. I need to, I need to understand that. Um, Cause I don't, I, me personally, I don't think it's cool, but, but back to the, to the gullahs. That's the only place I can really go. I can't go to bliss. No. Now I can go to Capital. I'm gonna get the side eye from a few people. Cause you know, I'm going there with my work bag and everything. I was just at work. I wasn't going to go home. What am I getting dressed for? Come back to see y'all. I've been watching y'all since I was 12. Get dressed. Get dressed. Yeah. That's what y'all do now. Go to, uh, uh I was, you've, ne- you've never seen. Like there's there's women in there who get dressed, and then there's some who just like they just roll up. Well, they they came with their pajamas on. <laughs> Y'all like wearing pajamas out? They in public. just roll up. Stop coming to my uh to my Walmart with the um with your pajamas on. I get tired of looking at y'all like that. But anyway, um yeah, I'm not gonna touch on Gogo. Okay. I'm a fan of it. I love it. I think um like everything, it it's gotten a bad bad rap, and. I I wish something could could change, um, with it being back in the city, but this generation y'all don't know how to act. Y'all are crazy. Y'all jumping up and down, looking stupid for. I want coming two step, but you know, that means I gotta go to one of them big shows, and half the time I don't go. I support y'all hands down, whatever y'all want to do, but you know, I'm a I'm a blaming on Jack Johnson. He messed all that up. Gorgeous Prince George's. We're not gonna get on that. <laughs> I wanna know why she hid that. We we not gonna get on the Jack y'all, Johnson situation. Y'all wanna talk about when she hid that money in her underwear? See, baby, if she wore a bra as big as mine, she they wouldn't have found I, I, it. I, I could get you. The, I can get you the backstory on that. You know, you know, I'm 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 closely connected to somebody who's closely connected. Um, this is hilarious. Y'all just see me in here. So I can't do that. <laughs> Okay. Next, next so, question. Next please. question. Which which would you prefer? Uh oh, here we go. 
more black native Washingtonians who can afford to live and play in the city or Wait a minute. How say that again? Okay, 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 okay. Let me, let me. No, no. I messed that up. Okay, go back to the question. Kill it. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. More black native Washingtonians who can afford to live and play in the city, or more transplants being conscious of the longtime residents who existed before them. I know you, you can't pick one. I know you can't. Or maybe want, you can. <laughs> I, I want people to. I want people to respect DC. Mm. I want people to respect um, where they live. Um, I want people to know where they live. Mm-hmm. I want people to know the the people that were before you. Mm-hmm. I want people to know who may be after you, mm. who's next door to you. I want people to know that, but I also know sometimes because I see it on my own block. Shout out to the. Um, I'm not going to tell y'all where I live, but y'all watch House of Cards, then y'all know. Um, we, we, we've we got to, respect has got to come back into things. It just has to. And so to say, do I want to see DC thrive with, with my own people, my people that look like me, my people that, that check off the box like me? Um, y'all keep banning that box. Um, yeah. I do. I want people to come back. I want people to be like, you know what? I'm coming back to D.C. Bumping. I'm going to live in the basement apartment, remodel my whole house room by room once every six to eight months. And then when I move upstairs, we're going to renovate the basement. I'm giving y'all some good advice. Y'all know how to move back to the city. Um, <laughs> renovate the basement and then charge uh, $2,200 <laughs> to live down there. Trust me, they'll pay it. Um, I I just want, I want people to come back. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care what you are. You be black, white, Asian, whatever. I I come back. Mm-hmm. Come back and live in the city. Thrive in the city. You complain about, you know, traffic and commuting and this and metro and everything else. Come move back in the city. We got pools and wrecks and uh, barbecue. DC Smokehouse. Um, but bars I, and restaurants and bars but and I restaurants. But I still will go over and give me a slab from Johnny Boys. <laughs> see, see, y'all. This is the whole like bougie, but still turn up. There's a little, there's mm. a, there's a little ratchet in there, you know. Oh, y'all don't want my ratchet now. <laughs> y'all do not. Ooh, the ratchet is bad. <laughs> oh, I've seen it before. What's what's my man? Uh, Scooty, Rock Creek. Social. You went to a Rock Creek Social Club event. I, I've to. Wow. I <laughs> didn't know you've ever. <laughs> we gonna say that for the post show. <laughs> Off oh, the record. <laughs> Off the record. Shout out to my favorite bartender, Hakari Bar and Grill on H Street. Kenny, Jamal, all the good people there. What up? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something that I have an issue with. Mm-mm. I just got a couple more questions for you after this one. Because have we gone over our time? Nah, we good. We good. We good. Okay. We good. Y'all know I can talk. Anybody knows me? Shit, y'all know I can run my mouth. I was very nervous to come do this. Um, Somebody's holding up the sign um, for me to shut up. <laughs> um, I was nervous to do this because I said two things are going to happen. I'm either get fired from my job or my boss is going to chop my head off. 
So either way, um, I hope I don't get fired from my job. Thank you. I'm so happy that I have a job. <laughs> and um, I love my city. <laughs> That's my disclaimer. At the end of it, at the, at the end of it, I wish you would have said that at the end. Oh, at the end? Oh, I'm going to say something else at the end. Okay. <laughs> so, y'all ain't ready for that. Real quick, my one issue that's like, that just really grinds my gears is how we have a city full of people move, who have moved into the city. They can afford to live in the city at the, at the rate that it's in, or maybe they just make it look like they can afford it. Um, they travel to you name it, whatever bar, restaurant that opens up every month. <laughs> but you want to, when I, when you ride by uh, some stores, whether it be city center or up here on U Street, and I hear you say like, who shops there? Who can, who, who can afford this? Or, you know, you say this bougie hipster shit. And I'm just kind of like, what? Like what the, what? What is it that you want then? But then I have to remember, and I had a conversation with with a, with a, with um with a buddy of mine. Um, a lot of people grew up with bars and restaurants and just going out to eat. You know, they didn't grow up in like these major cities or in these coastal cities where you saw. Because like I like luxury shit. You know, I can't afford luxury shit at this moment shout in my out, life. Shout out to my former but, employer. But I like luxury shit, and it's not for the not for the status part of it. Y'all know I'm a brand guy. I love the branding around luxury anything. LV. I like I like how they can just easily, and even with it being exclusive, they are so easily just from product to communication. Like, that's why I love luxury shit. So, like, you come into a city where, like, you know, I'm happy to see all of that. I'm happy to see City Center. I'm happy to see retail stores, like, a great deal of retail stores on U Street. You know what I mean? Many of them aren't what I would go to shop in over there. But, like, still, I'm happy to see it because I've, for so long, like, we need more retail. We need more retail. Why we got to keep getting bars and restaurants? And then that's that's what really bothers me, you know? Can we go to Everett Hall in uh, City Center? I told you I was going to name drop. <laughs> I don't know about that Everett Hall. Everett Hall used to dress the best baby up at Chevy Chase. Friendship Heights, as y'all know it. Um, I don't know. It, it It's, <laughs> you know, you said bougie hipster. You moved your bougie hipster ass here to the city. <laughs> Why you mad at the shop that's right there? That's all. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's just like you, you mad, you mad about that. Uh, you know, I'm like we need more than just like Macy's, J. Crew, and the Gap. Shout out to all of us that that dress not just it up against the wall, but up against the wall warehouse. Up against the wall. You know, I'm telling you, I keep saying it every week. Up against the wall left a void in the city when they. Left. It really did. It left a huge void in the city. Capital Carryout left a void in the city because I want a steak and cheese so bad. And technically wasn't in the city. It was just over the line. It was just over the line. <laughs> they, um, they sell barber supplies out of there now. Oh. That's what I saw when I rode by the other day. Oh, okay. Well, I need a relaxer and a shape up, so we'll may go over there. Um, well, let me throw these last two questions at you. Okay, here we go. Okay. And I can probably roll them into one big one. So... I don't know. <laughs> DC government where it stands today with just like the push for statehood and you know and and 
you know, being an autonomous government and holding its own to like the current DC government administration, you know, what can residents expect? What, you know, what, what can residents expect and what do you want to see? It's the end of the show. This is the end of the show. This is where I know I'm going to get in trouble. (laughs) Y'all voted these people in office. You all need to hold them accountable. You know, you, you need to hold yourself accountable. You need to hold them accountable. Um, government is not easy. Um, council is not an easy place to, to, to be around and to be in. Um, my stance on statehood and, and I'm not ashamed of anything that I say. My stance on statehood is I'm not here for it. I'm not a bandwagon person. Um, I'm not here for it right now. Maybe that'll change down the line when I start to see my city coming together, when I start to see my community coming together and I, and I start to see the people changing and I start to see the landscape change. So basically DC's too, we're not ready Too divided and, and segregated and just screwed up within infrastructure and all these different things to start, mm-hmm. you fought. know, banging, banging on Congress's yeah. door. Like give us statehood, yeah. give us autonomy. I mean, you know, we're, we're, I'm all for budget autonomy. Oh yeah. I've seen that legislation before it even hit. You're dang on right. Run me my money. That's my money. We're going to need that. But we need to make sure we got somebody over it mm-hmm. that's going to do the right thing with it. Mm-hmm. I don't want my money sitting there and you don't know what you're doing with it. You're supposed to do, you're supposed to build this. And this is where the story gets a little tricky, y'all. You're supposed to build this. But you decide to, to take that money and go over here with it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. But you've decided since you're in a certain position at a certain level that that's what you're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait a minute. Well, that didn't go well. Then you got this group of people over here that, that, that just throw the money. That's going to be the person. Then the person don't do something that you like. You're going to run that money back. Mm-hmm. It's not good. So where I see my city sitting, just where it's sitting, it ain't good. It ain't all bad. But it's definitely some things that have got to change. I hate, oh, I hate this. (laughs) You're talking about you're not going to vote. or You're just going to vote for any person. Get the hell off Facebook and Instagram and and as the older people say, the Twitters and all the rest of this stuff. And why don't you jump on dccouncil.us? See, y'all ain't know that was the website address. I knew that. And why don't you look at the legislation that's being written? Why don't you look at some of the interviews that have been done? Matter of fact, why don't you take your tail down to 1350 Pennsylvania Avenue? Why don't you go sit in one of those hearings? A block and a half from... The White House. I mean, you can take the 30 bus, 
the you can go to Metro Center, walk down the street, over there by the Warner Theater, go across to the uh, JW Marriott and ask for the um uh Reuben egg rolls. Phil, I'm sorry, I left out. And they ain't gonna ask for no Reuben egg roll. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I if was, they ain't cheesesteak egg rolls, they don't want nothing to do with it. Let me tell you something. Them Reuben egg rolls are the business. At, I, I'm sorry, Phil. I, I I snuck out the office one day and went and got some. <laughs> but 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 say, so, go, you know, learn about what actually goes on in that building. Absolutely. How are you living in a city and you don't know what's going on, but you want to complain about everything? It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. I can complain because I have enough people around me that are going to teach me mm-hmm. and say, hey, this, this, this and this. You can form your own opinion or your or your own stance towards something. But guess what? I've learned. Then people will say, well, they may not have the opportunity to learn. Well, you know what? They need to find the opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. They need to take some time out to pick up a book, pick up the newspaper, NPR. Kojo, somebody, ask somebody. If you don't know, you got to ask. We can't let, we're, we're letting each other down. You're, you, you know, I hear people, and, and shout out to those that are true, down home, real generational natives. They know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Stop letting the generations down. Stop letting your pride down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm about to cuss a little bit. DC is fuck. You dang all right. I'm going to make sure I know what's going on. Every day that I walk out of my door and I catch the bus mm-hmm. and I go to my job and I leave that place and then I go interact with, with, with people. How we met. It was so funny because starting in that training program mm-hmm. for that particular store, it was funny because you had so many people. You didn't really have anybody that was from D.C. Everybody was either a college student, a transplant, or already worked for the company mm-hmm. and was coming from somewhere else. You know, the big thing was, oh, where's the store going to be? Right there on Wisconsin Avenue. (laughs) How y'all don't know that? They've never looked into learning it. Mm -hmm. They didn't know. They had people trying to assume where the store was going to be. No, baby, it's going to be right there. You you didn't know that? I know when the building was sold. I can tell you what store was there before it was there. Yep, because I was in that store all the time. So, and and what I loved about being there was when I got a little bit more involved with some of the security, some of, you know, some of the other stuff and knowing the trends and and then teaching it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So you knew kind of, you know, it's going to be a heavy weekend. It's going to be a light weekend. We're going to need, you know, backup. <laughs> We're going to need this. And here's the people that, you know, trying to. Scammers. What is up with DC and scammers? Oh, uh, we we ain't got time for that. <laughs> Y'all got to stop. We, we ain't got time for that. Y'all got to stop that. That's just. But basically, anyway, people need to to educate themselves on what's really going on. It's not hard. Um, it's not hard. Just don't just complain and don't. Oh, 
read 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 books and legislations, not memes. And <laughs> come on, you know you talk about read books, not memes. I like that hashtag read books, not memes. It's it's just so easy. DC is a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. DC makes me happy. I have either driven through, walked through, been on the bus, done, just done something. Just DC makes me happy. I had opportunities to go other places. I didn't. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. Maybe. I don't know. Um, as of right now, she's not going nowhere. As of right now, I ain't going nowhere. Um, being Northeast D.C. That's N-O-R-F <laughs> apostrophe <laughs> East D.C. Um, just be proud of where you're from. Be proud of, of where you live. Be proud of where you work. Be proud of the people that are around you and care about each other. I have a small circle. And you know that because you're a part of my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, we just we we love each other. We learn from each other. We support each other. And I mean, that's that's just it. That, that, that's just it. So the, the, the closing thing. Be proud. Have some pride. I like that. That's all right. <laughs> I could have could have put it together. But ultimately, y'all be proud of where y'all are, where y'all where y'all live, where you're from, what have you. Um, and that'll help you take a more vested interest in uh in in what's going on and have a greater awareness of what's taking place. So absolutely. So Michelle, I ask everybody, where can they be found? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to be found. If you don't want to be found, that's cool. <laughs> I can be found on the Twitters. I am, uh, I guess I could say I'm Donald Trump's uh, uh, sister. Twitter fingers. Um, Those are alternative facts, by the way. Alternative facts, y'all. Alternative facts. Um, I could be found at Shelby of DC on Twitter. That is all that you will get from me. I try to keep everything else, uh, you know, kosher cool calm and and collected so but yeah y'all uh hit me up on twitter shelby c-h-e-l-l-e uh oh wait a minute no <laughs> c-h-e-l-l-e the letter b of that's DC. that that's that bennett college education <laughs> don't do them people like that oh shout right, out so, to y'all so well thank you for being on the show um i know that people if their if their minds haven't been inspired to just like dig a little deeper, ask ask some people some questions that they've been wanting to ask after this, then they weren't listening. So I thank you for coming on the show. Thank thank you for having me. I am I'm nervous, y'all. I don't. You at the end now. You can't be nervous no more. I'm not nervous anymore. All right. Okay. Shout out Lounger Three. We're on our way. All right. <laughs> That's a wrap. The All The Fly Kids show is produced and recorded at One Love Magic Studios, located across from the historic Howard Theater in Washington, D.C. Engineered by Mike, Mark, and Molly, and produced by Geronimo Nose. You can subscribe and listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or MixCloud. Pay it forward and let your people know we're here.